Hey everyone, welcome to episode number 22 of Dharma Junkie. It's uh, it's October, and it looks like we're having yet another hurricane. Hooray! It hasn't even been like a month since the last one, and we're already getting another one. So that's fun. So I'm trying to push this episode out, so it's not going to be too much of an intro. But anyway, on this episode, I'm talking to my friend and local Pensacola musician, James Floyd. We talk about a little bit of politics, a lot of rehab. Um, we talk COVID a little bit. Uh, we're all over the place. James plays a couple songs. It's, it's a really good episode. I think y'all will enjoy it. Anyway, um, without further delay, here he is, James Floyd. You might catch yourself sliding in and out of you might the catch yourself sliding in and out of the Do just relax and enjoy it. Just relax and enjoy it. This is an experiment. This is an experiment in mind formation. In formation. In formation. Forming. Forming. Controlling. Controlling. Operating your mind. Operating your mind and your brain. Using digital using digital techniques to overload. To overload. Scramble. Scramble. Confuse, confuse, unfocus your mind. The natural state of the brain is chaos. Chaos, chaos is beautiful. James, what's up, man? Hey, buddy. How you been doing? Oh, I've been doing really well. Really well, uh, you know, as, as, as well as you can do in a fucking plague. Yeah, yeah. The, we got the global pandemic still going. and uh, yeah. Hur- Hurricanes. Yeah. Hur- hurricanes. You, uh, did you mention, you just said there was another one in the Gulf? Oh, yeah, another one coming up. Yeah, thank you, God. Where, where's it at right now? It's down as, sa- as, a, as little, of this, this little, recording, anyway. Little, little south of Cuba. Headed north, and they, they. Oh man, that's close. I, yeah. I didn't even realize there was another one out there, much less that close. I guess it'll be probably hitting by the time this thing comes out. We'll, we'll know something on Wednesday. So yeah. there you go. Yeah. yeah. Shit, man. Yeah. So, what have you been doing with yourself during the during the whole pandemic thing, man? Well, uh, right now I'm, I'm pretty much unemployed, but uh, but I've been doing a lot of uh, stuff around the house, trying to get it, you know, in. I had an accident last year and got hurt pretty bad and, uh, and recovered from it. Thank goodness. And, uh, you know, finally, finally the lawsuit stuff came through and, uh, and so I've just been spending my time trying to improve our house. And, and then of course a hurricane comes and hundred mile an hour winds and, and, you know, messes everything up, but you know, it's, it's still there and, um, we have insurance. So hopefully it'll all shake down and be good. Are Are they giving you any, any trouble with the insurance? I, yes and no. You know, they they there's some things they don't want to pay for, but but uh, I think they will end up paying for it. We yeah. had we had to get a lawyer, you know, so that's right. just the way it is. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes you gotta get a little bit litigious yeah. to get anything done. Unfortunately, yeah, yeah. You know, I mean that. I think that's just always the case with people. I, I believe so. I believe so. You know, they. Uh, it's hard to say when they're, you know, we had 100 mile an hour winds hitting our house and, uh, you know, rain just go blowing sideways and hitting the windows and, you know, yeah. it, it, water came in there, you know. So. Oh, yeah. And don't I know it? You're right down the road from me. So, I mean, we're both so close to the Gulf. So oh, yeah. Just... You, can, you can see the, you can see the bayou from our house, you know. It's, it, it got, it came up, um, 
maybe a hundred feet from our house, the floodwaters didn't you? Yeah. This, this time, so that was pretty. It's pretty wild. Yeah, that's pretty close. I watched our uh, live oak, you know, giant tree man bend over. You know, just alarmingly bend over during that thing. You know, and it, yeah, it was a testicle shrinking few minutes. You know, yeah, I can imagine that. <laughs> it was something else. Yeah, yeah, it seems like a pretty harrowing, uh, harrowing moment. It was. Yeah. Wow. Then it went on for so so long because it you know the damn thing stalled and it was just it like, did exactly what Ivan did yeah it did exactly what Ivan did sixteen years to the <laughs> to day to the day yeah to yeah. the day yeah yeah isn't that just crazy it is crazy that's it is. so weird uh yeah I fared pretty well over here we didn't really get too much damage just you know some down limbs and stuff yeah, and yeah. nothing yeah. nothing terrible though. no that's good man we fared pretty good so that's good no complaints it, the only thing I wasn't prepared whatsoever oh, yeah. you know especially like having just gotten out of rehab and <laughs> having nothing like I don't have <laughs> all the <laughs> hurricane preparedness I hear you, man. you know what I'm saying so like I, I have it's like I am not prepared for this contingency <laughs> so it left me kind of kind of asked out as far as you know any provisions or supplies or uh, yeah. i had no flashlights even. I hear you, you know man. i had i only had some candles because i <laughs> i like candles <laughs> you like yeah. candles yeah, yeah. <laughs> but fortunately that that worked out in my favor yeah, but a, yeah I, was, I was screwed man i actually just bought a little uh a little uh butane stove like a single burner butane stove right after the storm because so i was like i'm not gonna get caught with my pants down again I'm going to start at least getting a little bit of stuff put away yeah. so that I'm not completely screwed when this happens again. Oh, man. Our, we, both Elizabeth and I have Priuses, and uh, and uh, I, I, I learned that Priuses are a generator, basically. You really? can get a converter and hook up to the to the battery, and you can generate like 3,000 watts of you know, 110 power. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> it's pretty cool. Yeah, man. that's amazing. <laughs> and it burns, you know, almost no gas because it – just sits there and quietly makes electricity. So it's pretty cool. Yeah. Did you, uh, did you have the testicular fortitude to actually watch the debates the other night? I did. I did. I did. I did. It was, it was ridiculous. You know, the guys, you know, you know, binds up 14 points now, you know, after right. that debate. Cause, cause right. you know, even, even the dumbest motherfuckers in the world can see that he's, He's just useless. You know, the guy's just useless. There's, he's doing nothing good for anybody except himself. Yeah. Well, I mean, he's just, he's a crazy person. He's a crazy person. He is. He is. And, you know, my dad was a, my dad was a, uh, uh, sort of the same kind of psychopath. You know, he, he was a narcissist and, uh, and, uh, he had, he didn't have friends. He had fans, you know. And, right. and and uh, I look at Trump and I just you know it's just like oh, shit man he's just like my dad was you know and I, I mean my dad of course on a smaller scale right but but uh, but yeah there's it, you know I'm used to that I, I mean I know I know what he's doing you know yeah yeah and I, I guess that's why I hate him so much I don't know but but he it is just it's just freaking amazing to me you know yeah it's I never thought. I never, you know, I, I always hated, you know, I always hated the right. You know, I, I, you know, I hated, you know, Reagan, Reagan started this, this bullshit, this cult of personality, you know, um, uh, this, this, this way of thinking that, that. Hey, you want to like bring your mic over a little more? Yeah. That, that rich people are, the rich people are better somehow. And, and, uh, and, you know, greed is good. And. You know, he, he, the first thing he did when, 
Reagan got in office was he destroyed a union. He right. destroyed PATCO, the, the air traffic control union. Right. That was the first thing he did, mm-hmm. you know? And that was his way of saying, this is how it's going to be. Yeah. Okay? And ever since then, you can, you can look at graphs and you can see the money in this country migrate from the middle class up to right to the rich, the super rich not just the rich but the super rich and it's it it's unbelievable that we've let this happen and we have been complicit in letting it happen yeah, yeah i mean there's definitely a definitely an imbalance oh yeah in the uh, in the financial aspect oh, yeah. of this country but you have to i mean it's a tough topic especially in the current political climate you have to wonder like should should the should the CEOs of corporations be punished for being successful? Yes, uh, I don't know if it's punishment or not, but but uh, I think there should be some sort of a cap. I yeah, think there should be a cap. Oh, absolutely, I think be absolutely. You know, you know, but, basically Reagan fixed it so so rich people don't pay taxes. You know, they they stopped paying taxes. You know, they uh, it's you mean, it's, you mean that seven hundred and fifty dollars that Trump paid wasn't enough for you? Jesus Christ. Yeah, I don't think I've ever had a year when, you know, I didn't know <laughs> less than that ever, you know, and I don't think anybody has, you know, yeah. and uh, it, it's, it's outlandish, man. It's, it's just, it's just so ridiculous. We, uh, you know, uh, I think it was H.L. Uh, Mencken said that, that America was full of temporarily inconvenienced millionaires. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I actually read that quote earlier. And Mencken was great. No, Mencken was awesome. Yeah. I got a bunch of making quotes in my in my book in your repertoire. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but my favorite is uh, uh, every normal man is tempted at times to spit on his hands and raise the black flag and begin slitting throats. Yeah, that's, yeah. I love that one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, then there's a lot of seems like there's a lot of call for that in the country right now. There's People are out in the streets screaming revolution. Oh no, man! I know, you know, but you know, and they they talk about they talk about like cities like Portland are on fire and and Chicago's on fire and all you know. If you look at a map, Portland is three quarters of a city block that got burned. Right. You know, it's not the whole damn city. You know, everybody's going about their lives just exactly the same. There's nothing, and and all it is 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 the hype of. Places like Fox News making this this you know kind of a dialogue well, that they can that they can sell you know yeah I mean well that's what you know they are a <clears throat> they are a business that's that's they're their model they're they're, trying, yeah. they're selling a product yep yeah and uh, that's kind of the way it's going to work so yeah they're fo- they are focusing on it seems like on the most negative aspects oh absolutely I mean but absolutely. that that's what the news does you oh, know? yeah yeah you, you don't maybe, you don't hear good news that's, if, that's if, not if, appealing if there's one percent of the protests have been violent, I'd be surprised. You know, yeah. they're mostly peaceful. Mostly just people just getting out in the street because they're so fed up with this shit. You know? Yeah. Yeah. It does paint a bad narrative. Yeah, it does. It does. And you, you know, and, and, and you have these, these agent provocateurs who, who show up from the right and, and break windows, you know, and you know, you break a window, somebody's going to steal something, right? That's just the way life is, you know? And, and, uh, and who knows? Who knows who broke the window? You know, and yeah, it's just it's just crazy. It drives well, me nuts. You know, at, at the point of the window breaking, it doesn't it doesn't matter who broke the window. The, the who and the why 
are gone yeah. at that point. It's, yeah, it is. It, it is. Then it's just a test of your own individual morality. It, exactly. Because exactly. as a as a group, when when you're involved in any kind of activism like that, and there's this group think going on, there's a lot of identity politics that play into it, and then you're not operating as a sovereign individual. Yeah, oh, I, I get that. I understand what you're saying. Yeah, and but then you know it. it don't let the group dictate your own morality. Yeah, sure, sure, you know, sure. It's like the you know classic idiom: if you know all your friends were jumping off of a bridge, would you jump off a bridge? <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah, same kind of difference. But yeah, it's crazy, <laughs> man. The, the the political climate right now is just so insane. It's twenty twenty has been a pretty wild ride. It is. Yeah. Yep, it has. You been writing any music? Uh, you know, I've done a few things. Nothing. Um, Nothing like uh, I haven't had like these big epiphany songs, but I've been, you know, I've been at it, you know. But uh, it's been it's a weird time. It's it's uh it's been hard on everybody, you know. Yeah. But um, there's so much uncertainty right now. Yeah. In in so many areas. Yeah. Yeah. All my family got we got COVID early on and uh, survived it and you know got well. What, what was that experience like? Um, because you're you're the only person I really know that. Has really contracted it and, and fought it and and gone through the whole ordeal. So it's it was a couple. It's a couple of rough weeks. I mean, you know, I'm I'm 60 years old and um and it I had really bad trouble breathing. And luckily, a friend of mine had had it previously and uh, told me to get a uh, pulse oximeter, mm -hmm. and uh, that showed me that my blood my blood oxygen level was high enough. Although it felt like I could, I was not getting any oxygen. Right. I was, you know. And uh, that really eased my mind and kept me from going to the emergency room you know, right. three or four times. You know, I would have I would have thought I was dying. You know, right. but uh, taste of you know taste sense, sense of smell sense of taste both were diminished. I uh, you know I had uh, you know like I said trouble breathing. Uh, that passed pretty quickly, and I had headaches, and uh, I never ran a fever. Um, I had a cough, had a sore throat, and a cough. But uh, it was two weeks of uh, it was very it was like a really bad flu, right? And I'm lucky that it didn't, you know, turn into something else like a lot of people do, you know. Yeah. But uh, but we survived, and my daughter, independent from us, got it in New York early on, and uh, and she had she had about ten days. It was really scary because right. she was couldn't go to the hospital because they they didn't have any room for her, you know. Right. And, um, and she was, uh, she and some friends went to a house in Princeton where the, her friends lived, and they all just kind of, you know, stuck it out together, and and they all got through it. <laughs> that's, I mean, at that point, that's really all you can do, huh? Yeah, yeah. Just kind of wait it out. Yep, and she's fine now. You know, she got through it. That's good, man. She's been working remotely. She lives in uh, Brooklyn and works in Manhattan, and she, uh, she's been working remotely for months now. You know. Right. Yeah. It's weird, man. It, there's a, it seems like there's going to be a big change in just the way businesses are operated. Like you don't have the call to really, unless you work in like, you know, something like the service industry yeah, yeah. or where you, or, you know, uh, any kind of retail where you have to be present, any office job that you had before can, uh, why, what's, yeah. why do I have to be in an office? For oh, that? True, you know, true, what, true. it's, it's weird. It's the whole idea that you, you have to be at yeah. this one centralized place commuting to do and, a job yeah. that you could do from home it just makes no sense to yeah, me yeah yeah no. yeah it's a you know we're, we've learned a lot of things from this i think one of the things i think that 
people are finally getting their head around is that this has shown American citizens that everybody has to be healthy or else nobody's going to be healthy. You right. know what I mean? And, and that's a, that's a huge, that's a huge leap right there. You know, I think that's going to lead to, um, you know, some kind of universal health care, some kind of, you know, just like, just like developed countries. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I mean, there's, you know, it goes back to, like I said, the individuality of it though. You, you know, you can't expect the government to hold your hand. No, either. no, like, no. It takes a hand. lot. Of, I mean, it takes, I mean, I, I think that I, I'm for universal health care. I'm for universal basic income. You know, I'm for helping people, but a lot of that is on the individual. You know, you have no, to, you have to do it. You know, you have to do the work. Absolutely. Like, you can right. lead a horse to water, but you can't make them drink, you know, yeah. unfortunately, yeah. but yeah. you have to put the work in yourself. You know, you're, you're right. You're right. You know, just, but, I, but, I know that just from having gone through everything I've, I've been through, you know, the thing is, you know, if, if, you know, we pay, we pay taxes, we pay a pretty high rate of taxes. It's yeah. not as high as, as Northern European countries. But if you add in all the shit we have to pay, right, to our ta- and our taxes, you know, we get fucked. We we pay more than anybody in the world, you know, and we get very poor service for it. It's basically what it boils down to, because we have this idea that the government's bad. The government's not bad. The government's what we make it, you know, and other people do it so much better than we do, you know, and um, you know. It, it just works. You know, uh, the National Health Service in England works fine. The National Health Service in Canada works fine. Right. You know, and uh, and and there's no there's no drop off in care. As, as a matter of fact, it's it's much better. In Canada, they celebrate the birthday of the dude that came up with the system. You know, it's a national holiday. Right. You know, so they love it. You know, it, it works for them. And you, you get all this. This. Just stupid, you know, propaganda here that that people from Canada rush down here to get get healthcare. It's not true. That's bullshit. Yeah, yeah I've never actually asked anybody from Canada about their their health. Oh, ask them. They'll, they'll tell you. They'll tell you. They, yeah. You know, it's some. You know, if if it's an elective surgery, you might have to wait a little bit, but you got to fucking wait here too. You know. Right. And uh, and the thing is, in Canada, they can't bankrupt you for a medical bill. You know, right. And in Sweden, in England, in Norway, you don't, you know, if you get sick, you don't lose your house, you know, and you can here, you know, it's just the way it is. It's the way we set it up. And it's stupid. And we're, we're the dumbest motherfuckers in the world when it comes to healthcare. We're so fucking stupid. It just amazes me. Just the whole insurance oh, yeah. thing is, is, oh, yeah. is absolutely bananas, man. Why do we, why do we have them? You know, they're just a, they're a middleman who takes off the top and gives nothing back. You know? Yeah, that's your death panels there. The, the insurance companies are death panels. They used to, they used to talk about those. You know, the right did, and uh, that well, they're insurance companies. Yeah, man, I, I'm I'm not for the uh, the insurance companies at all. <laughs> it's just such a racket, man. It is. I it mean, is. like, I, and every form of insurance at that. You know, you pay into it, pay into it, pay into it, and then you know, like you were talking about with, with your house. Hopefully, they'll pay out for everything. But 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 you know, you know there's so many people get fucked because they they find some little stipulation they're like oh well this no that's actually uh wind damage yeah no. oh yeah yeah no yeah no you didn't have tree insurance <laughs> you didn't have tree insurance yeah no. yeah yeah it's crazy <laughs> what are you gonna do it's it's a weird time 2020 is weird this whole just not even 2020 just being alive right now is just insane it's the craziest time to be alive ever well, you asked me what i'm doing up you know doing this downtime i'm uh-huh. uh 
I, I, got, I trained to uh, be a phone canvasser for the Biden campaign, so I've been doing that. I've been calling people. That's pretty. It's pretty fun, you know. And and I've been keeping kind of a rough tab, and it's pretty much fifty fifty. You know, people I call. You know, you get, you get any surly people? On oh, the yeah. Other? oh yeah, oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. I bet those are some good calls. Oh yeah, yeah. I just laugh. You know, I say, oh yeah, you love Trump. Yeah, okay. Well, fuck you very much. Good what, day. What if you don't? love either of them where, where do mean, you fall then yeah you know I, yeah, that's good they just i mean because you're not even really let's be honest you're not even voting for biden you're you're voting for harris biden's not gonna last that long no well i don't know but but uh but i don't know you know i, I don't think he can handle it man i don't think oh he can, I, he can certainly he can certainly handle it he's a tough he's a tough motherfucker i think you know he's a, he's a working class guy and um you know scranton pennsylvania he's, he's a good cat you know and, and you know they they've done the same thing with Biden that they did with Hillary. They they make them out to be you know some kind of monster and and I mean, it's not as bad. I think this you time. have to be some kind of monster in general to be involved in politics, even I on don't any, know. I mean on I don't, anything other than a local level. If you're trying to go, I don't know. Oh, we know. got we got monsters here. You oh, know? for sure. Yeah. Jesus Christ, Doug Underhill's such a fucking putz, man. <laughs> I know nothing about him. Oh, Jesus Christ, he, he is he's our county commissioner. He's he's such a fucking asshole. Oh yeah. Yep. Oh. Uh, yep. No, I would. Yeah. Yeah. Don't want to touch on that one. I don't know, man. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, you don't have to. That's the nice part is you don't have to. You, yeah, you don't want to. You know, he's, he's just he he just he acts like he's some kind of. Uh, I don't know. He, he is, he, you know, when when the kids in, um, you know, uh, down down in South Florida when their their school got shot up, right? I mm. uh, can't remember what was it. What's the name of the school? Um, anyway, I know what you're talking. I can't remember the name of it myself. But you know, the kids themselves started getting making noise and and, and organizing and being on the talk shows and stuff. Mm. He called them miscreants. He called the kids miscreants. You know. They're, 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 you know, people they went to school with, their blood was on the fucking floor. Right. And, and, and they're miscreants. Yeah. And they're miscreants. Yeah. Yeah. It sounds like a real winner. Oh, he is a real winner. Yeah. Yeah. We, we got some, we got a lot of those up here. <laughs> I love, I love Pensacola. It's my favorite. <laughs> it's, you know, Pensacola's in some ways, it's a great place. Yeah, it's been good to me, man. But I've also had some real shit times here. But, you know, I guess that's anywhere you're going to be. Oh, absolutely. You know, you're going to have it's the vicissitudes of life right yeah, there. You there know, you're going to be. There you go. You know, those ups and downs, peaks and valleys. Yeah. Fortunately, I'm on a little bit, bit of a peak right now. I think so, man. I'm, I'm so proud of you when I met you. Can I talk yeah, about yeah, that? Yeah, feel free, man. Yeah, we, I was I was maybe a month into rehab. It was a two-month program. And uh, and one of the, <laughs> one of the guys that... Uh, at GBR Gulf Breeze Recovery came and, and said, you come down and talk to this guy. He's a musician and, uh, and he's kind of lost. And, uh, <laughs> and I, I saw you, man, and you were a skeleton headed towards being a ghost. Was, <laughs> you were, man, you were barely in this world, you know, and, yeah, and uh, I'm, I'm so proud of you, but buddy, you, you really, uh, it's, it's really amazing. The transformation I've seen from you, you're healthy and you're, you, 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 you got your shit together and I'm really, for that. Yeah. thanks man i appreciate it it's a uh, not for any lack of trying <laughs> <laughs> i definitely put the work in man but i had a lot of help too oh yeah, yeah, yeah. i did i, I, I mean golf golf race recovery you know it's not a commercial for them but they you know pretty much saved my life too um, oh for sure man I, I definitely owe them my life 
I was uh I was headed for really really bad things and uh, and they you know it kind of it turned it turned me around it really did and it, you know I was I was dealing with things that I didn't have any defenses for you know and um, and I lost control and being there for sixty days really made me it really gave me a, a pause and a uh, and kind of a framework to uh, change my thinking around and change my habits. And, and it, it really, uh, it really made a difference. You know, the, oh, the, uh, the way they do it, it's not a 12 step program. It's a kind of a science based, um, recovery deal. And, um, you know, the first thing, it's okay to talk about this. Yeah, 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 go for it. Man. Yeah. So, uh, so the first thing they do when you get in is they detox you and not even remember that, but, um, and my, uh, my, uh, problems were alcohol and some, you know, painkillers and stuff, you know, but mostly alcohol. And the first thing they do is they detox you and then they, they put you in a room and then they, um, you know, your own room. And then they, um, they do this thing called the sauna regimen. And <laughs> what you do is, uh, you know, you know, who came up with that? Uh, L. Ron Hubbard. L. Ron Hubbard. Yeah. Oh man, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Don it's not, it's not exactly the, the same, same but it's like the the, oh, sauna, the yeah. sauna protocol. Yeah, that's all oh, yeah. L. Ron Hubbard. So 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 you 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 go in and you they they weigh you first thing in the morning, you know, like eight in the morning. And they weigh you and take your vital signs, and then then um, you exercise for thirty minutes, and then you go sit in a super hot sauna for. 15 minutes and then you, you get out and you immediately step into a, an ice cold shower and <laughs> your body temperature goes down. Then you go sit for a few minutes and then you do it again and then you do it again. You do it from <laughs> eight in the morning until around noon, you know, and you just keep going in and out of that thing. And it makes your, what it does is it makes your brain do the hard thing because you don't want to do that, man. It, it is like it is a freaking shocker when you do it. You know, you you just like this is bullshit. I can't do this, but you just keep doing it and and you do it for what was fourteen days in a row? Yeah, two weeks. Yeah, fourteen days in a row. You only get yeah, you know, it was one day off a week. I think you was Sunday, Sunday. We got yeah. Sunday off. Yeah, so so yeah, but uh, it's it's yeah. like. It goes on and on, and you're just like, "Holy Christ!" Yeah, yeah. But but after a while, the funny thing is, you know, you're just like, you know, you sit in your room at night and you're thinking about it, and you go, "Yeah, I kind of like that." You know, <laughs> you get to where you get to where it's it's a challenge, you know. And um, let's say, you know, it's so uncomfortable. It is so. It's uncomfortable. such a shock. It is that it is. it's it's the hardest thing you'll do all day. Oh yeah, absolutely. You know, so absolutely. if you can. I, I still take cold showers in the morning. Seriously, <laughs> that's all. I take an ice cold shower every morning. That's great, man. That's I great. mean, I'll, I'll you know take a normal shower and you know wash and stuff. But it, like before I turn it off, I'll turn it ice cold and just stand under it for like a minute and a half. Oh, that's great. That's and great. just shock myself with it because it's like you know, like I said, it's the hardest thing you'll do all day. And if you can put yourself through that, you can pretty much handle anything throughout the day. It is that is true. That's true. Uh, uh, once I. Uh, it's a long, it's kind of a convoluted story, but um, uh, after I got out of college, I had my heart broken and uh, I was kind of lost. And uh, 
And I went back home and my dad, who, who was a steel contractor, he, he had this job he wanted me to do with him. And, uh, and it was, it was rebuilding these cookers, these giant cookers at this, this place called the gut plant. <laughs> and so the gut plant, they took, uh, they took chicken guts and turned chicken guts into designer dog food. Right. So, so we, uh, we rebuilt the cookers in the factory while while the other ones next to us were running. They had they had this big steam sleeve that we were replacing all these cookers that were I don't know maybe twelve fifteen feet long and and ten feet in diameter. So we we did the we resleeved these these things and mm-hmm. so the temperature there was one hundred and twenty degrees yeah you know, in between these cookers yeah. you know and and uh, it was just the smell the the heat everything was just horrendous you know and and uh and i always uh, you know i survived it you know i got it was nine months working there you know Jeez. i got in the best shape of my life you know i was i was uh because i couldn't eat because the, the stench was just stayed right. in your nose and i could eat yogurt that was about the only thing i could make myself eat and um and you know that that the the sauna thing was like another gut plant moment you know <laughs> right i was it was like i can do this because I did that, you know. Right. Yeah. But it but it does open up a pathway in your brain and you can, you know, it does it does give you the it shows you that you can do the hard thing over and over again. And yeah. and getting up every morning and not drinking is a hard thing. Yeah, know? man. It's a fucking hard thing and and uh and you know, luckily I broke that habit and um and they really they really helped me. The other thing they did right after the right after you did the sauna thing in the afternoon, you did this thing called uh, neurofeedback, <laughs> and that was just bizarre and and uh, it, it, it like is, a science fiction movie. It is very bizarre, isn't it? It is it super is. weird. So so what I what I got from it was you, you they they play this whacked out kind of jazz music <laughs> and, and, and in your headphones and you listen to and you you look at a computer monitor. That's kind of this waveform thingy, right? And what you try to do is get the music to play smoothly, right? But is that is, is that, that what you? I, I don't know. I, I could never make out. Couldn't what make it with, I, yeah, that, I couldn't that, make. I couldn't make out what I was trying to do in there. And I I, I never could, man. I, I never could get the music to play. It would just skip, you know. And I was like, what the hell? But every time I got out of there, I felt better, you know. And so there must have been some, and I got the I got the technical manual for the thing and looked through it, and I couldn't make any sense out of it. Yeah. And um, but I just went with it, you know. And, yeah, I, I did neuro like every day. Yeah, me too. Yeah, me too. every yeah. day. I was one of the only people. I think I was the only person after you left that was doing it every day. <laughs> I figured, you know, if I'm going to be here, like, and they, I, I was like, can I do this every day? They're like, yeah, sure. Yeah, if we've sure. got time on the schedule, <laughs> I'm sure, absolutely. Yeah, like sign me up. Yeah, that was the, that was one of those things where I just gave in. It was just my intellect said this is bullshit, but you know, because I I just could not make any sense out of it. But I just went with it, you know, and it made me feel better. Yeah, you know? yeah, no, it, it clearly had some effect. It had some effect, you know, whether whether it was a a placebo or not, you know. Um, but could the placebo be. is a very strong thing. I mean, yeah, it's all right. It's a very valid, very valid thing. It it, it works, and the human. The power of the human brain is amazing. Oh, it is. It is. I mean, it's the most complicated thing on the planet. You know, our buddy Tony, he, he, uh, yeah, I know it works. Uh, well, I, I say I know, but it seems like it works because, mm. you know, he, he had trouble using his fingers when he, 
when he came back to uh, GBR, he couldn't he couldn't move his fingers correctly and and started doing neurofeedback and you know he got full use of his hands really? after doing yeah. yeah that's awesome man yeah yeah Just after doing neuro that's crazy see now now it makes me want to like really research it a little more and really look into it. Because I never have. After yeah. I got out, I just never have. It kind of just went by the wayside. Well, and I, the manual was two two inches thick, you know. And I, right. I, I went through it, and it was just like, I don't know what the fuck. This it's is like me. reading stereo instructions. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was crazy. It was just like, okay. Um, but it, like I said, it worked, you know. And I just uh, that was one of those times when I just surrendered, you know. I just said, fuck it, you know. It's, it, they, they know what they're doing, right? You, I, I, you would like to think so while you're there, and but man. See, that was my first rehab stent. I'd, I'd never been to it. I don't know. But I think that was years too. It was too. Yeah, yeah. it was mine too. Yeah. And so a lot of people go in and the recidivism rate for like a 12-step rehab is pretty high. Oh, yeah. 80%. And, and that's not saying that GBR has, doesn't have a recidivism rate because there's always going to be some people that oh, sure, they sure. go back out. But, but you know, it's, it, I, I, know I know the numbers. It's it's like it's like 80 90% for 12-step and it's it's like 50 60% recidivism for, for GBR, right. which is great, you know. Yeah. And – if you compound the fact that they they take they market themselves to people who have failed other programs, right? right? Who've been to rehabs before. We, we had people, you know, we had people who've been and yeah. been in rehab twelve times. So oh, yeah, you know, it, it worked for me, man. It did for me too. And, and I, yeah, I so. think a, a lot of it had to do with just changing my thinking. Yeah, you know, and that was the big thing, just like changing my thinking. Yeah, that that uh, that three principles thing they do is uh, it, it, it's a sort of westernized Buddhism. You know, and um, and and basically, it's it's the eightfold path, and it's, it's the four noble truths, kind of kind of uh, condensed into right. know, some you know easy to digest sort of westernized, yeah, yeah, sort of yeah. program, right? Compact kind yeah. of yeah, yeah, abridged version, yeah, Buddhism light, made up of some Scottish welder who cheated on his wife and <laughs> and ended up. Uh, uh, exploring ways to a new way to think, you know, and, and, uh, and it worked, you know, it works. It, it, it's, it's an interesting, it's a really interesting thing, you know, and, you know, it's, it's mind consciousness and thought, right? Right. So, so, so mind is like the universal mind, call it God, if you want to, you know, thought, that's the thoughts that run through your head all day long. And consciousness is kind of your, your way to, uh, interface with the rest of both, both those things with with the big mind and your little mind, right? right. And uh, and what it does is it it gives you gives it gave me a way to not listen to my crazy goddamn thoughts all the time. You know, like if I have a notion right. in the past, I would act on it. Oh know? yeah, you, you most of the very, time. <laughs> give it very much credence. <laughs> You know, I believed every fucking thing my brain told me. Oh, absolutely, man, absolutely. You know, I could convince myself of anything. You know, and, yeah, uh, and and be just totally, you know, good with it. You know, yeah, and and feel righteous about it. You know, and, absolutely. And and now I have like a there's a there's a buffer between me and the action. I I have the thought now, and I just let it past you know i just let it oh run its course i go oh well that was an interesting thought and just go on right that's a funny thing my brain did without the action right you know? yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> and the action is what fucks you up yeah right? yeah yeah it's very much a, a practice of inaction you know it's it's mindfulness it's it, it's mind it's exactly that it is it is and since i've 
you know, started doing this thing called refuge recovery and, and uh, we have meetings here and, and it's, uh, that's the same thing in, in a different way, you know, and, and, right. and it's, uh, it's, it's the same thing as mindfulness. It gives you, it, it, it gives you that buffer to deal with your thinking in a, in a constructive way. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I had, I had this fantasy life, you know, I, my, my fantasy <laughs> life was, was, was just as important as my real life. You know, I was, I was completely, Ego driven. I was completely. <laughs> I just, I just functioned. I don't know how I functioned. I really don't. You know. Yeah. You know, I was. Uh, you know, before the COVID deal, I was an artist. I was a traveling artist. I did shows all over the country, and um, you know, I got a little bit of a claim. I got rewards and shit, and uh, and had people tell me how great I was all the time, and and I I became, I just became this other thing, not what I really was, you know, I was, I was a, yeah, don't I know it. (laughs) I mean, I was, I was just, I was just a mess, you know, and, 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 and I, I, I felt like I was doing something, but I was just, you know, I wasn't really accomplishing anything. I was just treading water and, and, uh, and pretending like I was, you know, uh, Mark Spitz or (laughs) who's the other dude, uh, the the other dude that uh, I can't remember his name, but, but the last, the last great swimmer. Um, what was his name? Yeah, Mark Spitz. You can tell him sixty. Right? <laughs> uh, yeah, man. It was a just thinking back on GBR. It was a what a weird experience that was. That was it was just kind of a surreal experience. Yeah, the people, the people there were were truly a, an amazing bunch of people. You know. Oh yeah, everybody. Had and, their... But the but thing is, you know, it, it, it sounds like kind of lighthearted, but but how many we lost. From the people we were in with, five, five dead now. Yeah, really? Yeah. And one 27 year old girl, you know, is, is dead. You know, one, uh, you know, uh, one guy killed himself while we were there. You remember that? Were you there when he was there? No, yeah. I don't think so. Hung himself, yep. Yeah, I, I think I heard about that. Yeah. Maybe that was right before I got there. Yeah, I think, I think we lost, we lost five, you know, and that, I'm not saying. I'm saying they died. You know, they're they're, yeah. they're not. Yeah, no longer with us. They're room temperature now. You know, and, and, uh, and that's it's horrible. You know, it's just it's so it's so it's such a dangerous thing. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's you know, just like we were talking about, man, the power of your thinking. Yep. You know, you can just let let it get right on top of you like that. And... Yep. I was headed. I was headed down that road. You know, and I know you were. <laughs> oh it, yeah, no, it, I was already on that road. I was. I was a little behind you on that road, but I was. I was definitely on the same highway. You know. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't change any of it, to be honest. Yeah. I would if I if I could go back and and make better decisions and not do all the crazy shit that I did. I I wouldn't. I understand. I understand that. Yeah. You know, I think. Uh, I think we're right where we're supposed to be. Yeah. Yeah. I think you're always put right where you're supposed to be. I don't think I would have learned. What I've learned, that exactly. Without that's that. kind of my point. You mm-hmm. know, it, it's it's like a, a trial by fire. Yeah. You know, and I wouldn't be the person that I am today. Yeah. Had I not gone through everything I went through. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not. You know, I'm not anywhere near perfection. I'm not. You know, I'm not even saying I'm a good person, but but I'm a hell of a lot better than I was. And, yeah. And I, I work at it every day, trying to be better. You know. And, and that, uh, that's the thing. That that's it. You know, as long as you're mindful. Yeah, and, and you know, just trying to, you know, like you said, just be a better person than you were the day before. If you can all, just do a little bit better today than you did yesterday, 
Yeah. And be a little bit more caring. But yesterday. I be thought, a little bit more. Yes, yesterday I fucked up. But, yeah. <laughs> no, <I'm kidding. laughs> it's not that I fuck up every day. <laughs> so, I mean, technically I always fucked up yesterday. <laughs> so, you know, not I say that, but I don't have a lot of regrets about things. And I be trying to live that mindful life that I, I really focus on now. Because I know, I know the other, I know what the other way brings. Um, you know, there's days where I'm like, ah, oh, you know, I probably should have said this differently. Yeah. Or, yeah. or, you know, I probably should have thought that through more. Yeah. But ultimately you can't change any of that. So you, no, you can't, you, can't. you have to accept those things and you just, you can't, you know, time only runs one way, man. You know, you gotta, you know, you just gotta deal with, with what's ahead and, you know, you can learn from the past, and I try to. But, uh, it's not even so much what's ahead; it's like what's right here now. Well, true, true. That's yeah, true. because see me not being mindful. There yeah. you go. Yeah, because yeah, it's it's always just you know right now, man. <laughs> it is. It is. It's all happening. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was my that was my problem, man. I, you know, before I lived, you know, I either lived in the past or I lived in the future. And right. I didn't live right then. You know, that was. Kind of right then was an impediment to both those things. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 See, my, my problem was I, I, I did live right then. I was just living right then. <laughs> right then, yeah. And then the shit I was doing wasn't really okay. <laughs> but I was for sure living for the moment. Yeah. Living in the moment and for the moment. Yeah, that's the thing about heroin. You don't even need a house. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm okay with this. As long as you get your shit fucking dope, you'll be all right. <laughs> I'm taking a nap. No, nah, I, man, I'm I'm much happier now. Oh, I was man. I was not a happy person then. I'm glad. I was I'm really, I really I was am. Miserable. Like I said, I'm. You know, you're, you've you've had a pretty amazing transformation, and I'm, I'm really I'm really glad that I that I met you. you know. Thanks, man. You were one of the. You remember Brandon from? Maybe he was gone when you I got think here. he was gone already. Yeah, he 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 kind of he. he about a month in, you know, you're, you're there for a month and you're, you know, you, you start looking around, you know, you start re- really getting what they're trying to tell you, you know, you start, starts to kind of seep in and, um, and, you know, talking to him, he was, you know, he was like you, he was you know, pretty close to being out of this world, you know, and, and, uh, and, you know, I started talking to him and, you know, He'd been there for a month longer than me, you know, and it's just like, holy shit, this guy's got some wisdom, you know, and, and, uh, right. and that's just, it just, uh, it just amazed me, you know, cause, cause I'd seen him before, you know, and, and, uh, and I thought, geez, that dude's, that dude's screwed. But, uh, but he really, like, you know, it, it, it gelled in him and I could mm-hmm. see it and I was like, wow, how right. about that? You know, I wonder what's going on here, you know, maybe, maybe, uh, redouble my efforts to, to get it, you know, and, yeah. and then you know, just one day it kind of just dawned on me what was going on. You know? And I'm I'm so glad. Yeah, I did. it it it's it doesn't click right at first. No, it and and like especially if you, you know, if you if, if you consider yourself any, maybe not even consider yourself intelligent, but if you have any kind of intelligence, you know, if you're very science based and you're like, and they're telling you know, my whole thing was they're like, just uh, they just don't think, and I'm yeah. like. How the fuck am I supposed to not think? What are you telling me right now? I know what you mean. And like, that was like, I just couldn't get it and couldn't get it and couldn't get it. And then I don't know, man. I, like I went, you know, cause I got suspended for a couple of weeks yep. <laughs> and on that couple of weeks I was gone. It just kind of clicked for me. And I was like, 
Oh. Oh. <laughs> and I came back and I was like, I was like a different person at that point, you know? I get it. I do. I do. Like when I, when I went back, you know, because I, I was out for two weeks and then oh, I yeah. came back and then stayed for another three weeks after that. Yeah. You, uh, and, uh, I saw you during that, during that bit. And, uh, and I was so, I was so impressed. You know, when I showed up, I thought, well, I'm going to open this door and they're going to be, they're going to be shooting up. Yeah, no, 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 and, no. and you didn't. No, you man, know? I haven't. Uh, actually, haven't touched that shit since uh, December twenty seventh, two thousand eighteen. That's great, so, man. I'm I'm coming up on two years. That's awesome, man. Yeah. I'm coming up on two years as well. You know, in my sobriety, and um, yeah, that's awesome. You know, it's it it. You know that that number means more to me than it should, I guess. But but right. uh, yeah, I mean, it's just kind of trivia. Yeah, it is. You it know, is. as long as you're mindful and like living in the moment, I yeah. think I think. Just one day at a time, man. You oh. know, like they say in, in the twelve step program, just, just one you. day at a time. I got you. I got you. And um, it just, it's it's, you know, I started looking at that number, and and you know, I'd go to meetings, and people talk about how long they've been sober, and and mm. and I I just privately say, you know, about fourteen months for me, you know, and, right. and people clap, and I I got thinking about that, uh, you know, uh, I thought that's a stupid way to go about this, you know, that, right. that number means nothing, right. That number means nothing because if you do fuck up, you know, then you've lost it all. Then you've lost it all. You know exactly. And and I don't, I don't, I don't think the number means a lot. You know, because because it, it you can make it mean a lot, and then it can crush you. Right. You know? Why give it power? You know. And I I think that having that number puts so much pressure on you. Yeah. I, you know, you then you're like, I can't fuck up, I can't fuck up, I can't yep. fuck up. And if you and do you, fuck up, then you beat the hell out of yourself for it. Yeah. You know, because I've seen so many people, if they would just forgive themselves yeah. for screwing up, you know, if you hit a little bump, man, that shit's going to happen sometimes. Yeah. You know, like I know people that, you know, a friend of mine, um, really good friend of mine, actually, he was kind of operating as my sponsor um, for AA for a little yeah. while. Um, he just, he just relapsed. And I don't know what he did. I know he, he disappeared for like two or three days and nobody could get in touch with him. And then he came back home and he was like, I've made a terrible mistake. Yeah. And he's in uh, 12 books right now. Yeah. You know, so, and that was my sponsor. You know? <laughs> so, uh, I get you. So man. it's like, oh, I shit. Get you. this is very, a very real thing. Yeah. But, um, it just shows how easy it is, man. And it's because, you know, you latch onto that. I think, you know, a lot of it is latching onto that date and then, you know, you, when you do fuck up, you beat yourself up so much that it just makes the problem worse. There you go. You're dwelling on the past yeah. again and you're beating yourself up for that mistake you made. When if you just move on to that next thing and just be like, all right, that happened. Mistakes were made. Let's move on. Yeah. Wisely. Yeah. Man, you can't use it as an excuse to do it, but, but, uh, but it, it, it is. But that's what ends up happening. Yeah. That's, that's what ends up happening. Yeah. You know, if you, if you dwell on it, if you live in that, if you live in the past, you know, you're going to, it's, not yeah. gonna be good for you. Yeah. Well, I've stopped. I've stopped. You know, really talking about how long I've been been sober. You know, because yeah. it, it, it's a trap. I think. You know, I think it can be a trap. Yeah. Like, like I said, man. As long as I'm sober right now. Yeah. That's all that matters. There you go. There yeah. you go. I feel. You know, I'm so much healthier now. I'm. I'm you know, feeling. feeling you look good. great, man. I'm feeling better good. than I have in you know many many years. Oh yeah. God, me too. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I'm I'm probably in the best shape I've ever been. Oh yeah, in. yeah I can I tell, man. That's man, awesome. I, I just I just go to the gym a lot, man. And that's what I do. I go to the work. I, I go to work. I go to the gym. I come home. I do the podcast. And that's great. That's great. Yeah. I'm, I'm really really proud of you. Yeah, stay we, busy. Yeah, we. Uh, <laughs> it was it was quite the experience going there, and I'm glad I, I'm glad I did it. Man, I'll tell you what. When you uh, 
Jam- when you brought me that guitar, <laughs> dude, that that meant so fucking much to me, man. Oh, I, 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 I got to say, like, it really reinstilled my faith in people. Oh, man, you know? it's, it's great. Like, it's great. I mean, it really did. It really did. And it just meant so much to me, man. I, I really appreciate that. It helped me get through a lot of days. Yeah. Being able to sit there and just, just pick on it. Well, I mean, I, I, it kept me sane having it. You know, I, I know I spent too much time in my room. You know, I should probably should have socialized more, but I socialized some and, and I play guitar some. Well, I you think, know? you know, I think that's the point. I think, I think you did it right. Yeah. I think that's what they want you to do, really. I think so. I think so. I think perhaps you can socialize too much. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. I think well, I had that problem. Well, like you did. No. <laughs> I think I had that problem. <laughs> it's hard. I, you know, I could say a lot of things about that, my experience there, but uh, yeah, I'm still clean. So. Yeah, you are, man. And, yeah. uh, and you went back. You went back clean. Yeah, yeah, yeah I did. Yeah. Two, <laughs> After two weeks, two weeks you, I came back. You passed a piss test, passed a breathalyzer, passed all that shit. It was like, all right. You went to damn, yeah. you went to the damn Paradise Motel and, and yeah. uh, on Pensacola Beach and, man, and it was stayed just so sober. Nice. Right? It was just so nice being all on the water. Oh, I know. Just man. being in the sunshine, swimming. It was funny because I, I could see GBR from there. <laughs> I wish a co. I wish a cohort had had. Uh, I hadn't heard from her, man. Yeah, I wish she. I wish she had. You know. Yeah, hadn't heard from her. Yeah. I hope she's well. I hope she is too, man. I'm sure she, she is. She's she's crazy awesome person. I really really enjoyed being around her. Yeah, yeah, she's pretty cool. But uh, yeah, man, it's it was weird being able to see GBR for that two weeks, and then because <laughs> I, I I had a lot of doubters while I was there. A lot of people didn't think I would. A lot of people didn't think I was going to stay clean at all. Yeah, they were yeah. like, "It's never going to work for him. It's never going to be a lost cause." And uh, well, they were fucking wrong. <laughs> they yeah. were wrong about that shit. Yeah, you, sh- you showed you showed everybody, and that's 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 great. I was I was just I was floored, man. I was I was like, "This is awesome." Man, I just got tired of living like that. Oh yeah, I deserve yeah. so much better than that shit. I, oh, no, the, the way I was living was just trash, dude. I, I totally get it. I mean, I, I don't live. I don't have like really really nice shit, but I have shit you know what i'm saying i have like everything you see in here is mine yeah and i did not have all this stuff when i got you know what i'm saying like i I didn't have any of this shit so just being able to put my life back together and actually put a life together and and be able to design it exactly how i want it that was the interesting thing is like because getting out to nothing gave me the possibilities of everything that's great you know i could do anything i wanted exactly the way i wanted to do it and that was interesting yeah you know, with me, it was different because I have family and, and uh, you know, I really screwed up a lot of my relationships. And, uh, and you know, I had I had a lot of, uh, you know, I had a lot of stuff I had to make up. You know, I had to, I had to, um, I had to show the people who love me that, that I was still worth loving. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, uh, and that, that was, that's pretty tough, you know, and that, that, you know, a lot of that was, that was hard because I, I let, I worried about like my wife, Elizabeth, I worried about her feelings mm. more than I worried about doing the right thing. Right. Right. And, and I, it took me a long time, you know, I've been in therapy since then and, and, uh, and I've had a lot of help that way. And, and, and now I just try to do the right thing because I need to do the right thing. Yeah. You know, it's not, I don't, I don't have this, you know, goal that, you know, I'm going to show Elizabeth, you know, right. I'm, I'm more, just trying to function well and and be a good person. Yeah, you know it, it's worth noting, and it's pretty interesting that if you just you know if you do try to live your life as a good person and operate with 
at least as far as I'm concerned, total honesty to yourself and others. Well, that's tough. Yeah, it's it is tough. tough. It's it's about one of the toughest things you'll ever do, and it it doesn't work all the time. Everybody lies. Yeah, I mean, right. small shit. Yeah, you know, I've toned down on the big shit. I don't. I just don't lie, man. I, that's why one of the reasons I try to do this podcast thing is just it helps keep me accountable to myself. I, I get it. I get it. I and agree. you know, it, it the hardest part about getting your family to love you is you got or getting anybody to love you again after you put them through a life of hell for for however long. Oh yeah, is is loving yourself first because you you can't expect anybody else to love you un, until you love yourself. You know, you got to start taking care of yourself. Yep. And that's, I didn't get that at first. Yeah. Yeah. You know? yeah I didn't, that's why I was an addict. I didn't, the the, didn't honest, the that. honesty thing is, you know, it's really tough for me because I, you know, I, was, I basically put up this facade of myself that I projected and people bought it. You know, it's just, it was just the way I was, you know, and, right. and uh, I was entertaining and I was, uh, you know, I was witty and, you know, uh, people could, People could count on me to say something outrageous, right. you know, and and uh, and I could make a joke out of anything, and I could I could uh, keep people laughing and keep people uh, entertained, you know. And, and oh yeah, that was me. And and uh, and you know that I found out much to my chagrin that that really wasn't me. I was uh, I was just playing a part. I was playing a you know just I was just doing that because it got me through, you know, and. When you strip that stuff away, what's left is what you have to deal with, and and, uh, and now you know I, I'm I'm a lot I'm a, I'm a whole lot more humble, you know. I'm yeah. not, you know I'm not ego less or anything, but you know I'm no Buddhist monk, but I'm I'm uh, you know I try, I try you know I try not to let my ego fill the room. Right. Well, I think I think it's you know, I think you have to like like Jung called you know, the individuation process. Yeah. You have to integrate the ego, not get rid of it. Yeah. The ego is valuable. Yeah, the ego is. You can't. Valuable. You can't True. be completely. True. If you're, if you're, if you're without ego, people walk all over you. Yeah. You know. So you can't completely get rid of it, but integrating it and not letting it control you. That's a good point. That is a good point. Yeah. That yeah. You know, I've really, I've really started to get a lot more into Buddhism, and like I've really been taking the study really seriously. I've been seeing a meditation teacher for like, right. like yeah. three or four months now and working with him and taking some, um, some courses yeah. and stuff. I'm actually, uh, going to be doing a meditation facilitator training. All right. I was like, this is the beginning of that. I'm, nice. so I'm working on that. Nice. Um, meditation has really helped me. It, it, it helps me a lot. I, I do breathing exercises every day. Oh yeah. No, I, I do about Anywhere from 45 minutes to an hour that's a day. I'll, I sit in the morning and I sit at night. That's nice, man. That's it, you know, uh, that's one of those things that I, it's, I, sometimes I don't, but 99% of the time I, I make time for that. And, and I make time for it because it's so vital. Oh, it, it's, it's, it's been a lifesaver for me. You know, it's, it's another one of those things that gives me a pause and settles my mind and makes me really think what's important <clears throat> at the, you know, you know, in front of me. Right. So, yeah, it's, you know, it's so easy to get caught up and especially with everything going on. Yeah. And so easy to just let your mind carry you away. My big thing lately is just staying off of the internet. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> like I, I was on, man, I just, I don't know. Oh, at GBR, you know, they took her, they, they took, they, yeah, you, the, you recovery, don't the internet. They take your phones, you know, and then and, and there's no internet, you know? Yeah. And, and I tell you, man, like two weeks in, I really wanted a beer, but, I 
what I really wanted was to get online. Right. And, uh, and you just, you just couldn't, it wasn't there. There wasn't any possibility of it. So yeah, you just had to deal. And now I think that was a good thing too. Yeah. My, my, uh, big thing with the internet lately is I just, uh, listen to lectures and stuff on YouTube. That's, I, I try to use it mostly as a learning tool. Yeah. Yep. And, you know, obviously putting the podcast out, I do that. Sure. But as far as just like scrolling through Facebook and stuff, I, 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 <laughs> I've kept that out of my diet I got entirely. It's, I, I think it's an entire, think about how much time per day oh, yeah. Yeah. you waste on, on an average day. Oh, I've, I've cut, I, I barely do it compared to where it used to be. Yeah. Yeah. Me too. I used to be really, really, you know, that's all I would do. Oh, I, yeah. Yeah. I'd go shoot dope and I'd just sit in my room and. <laughs> Just scrolling through Facebook. Yeah. In my shop. Building guitar, my life. <laughs> building, building guitars. I'd take, you know, 20 minutes out of every hour. I'd just sit there and fuck around on Facebook and, yeah. and go back to work. It's and, it's so easy. You know, it's right there. It's, right it's in your there. pocket. You can just, just, there you go. Instant gratification. Ooh, did I get any likes? And there's, you know, it's that whole endorphin rush from that. And it is. it's just another addiction, man. It is. It is. And, you know, it's and, a, it works on the reward centers of your brain, just like cocaine or. And it's, it's, it's <clears> like my wife said, it's, it's. It's not real food either. It's it's icing. You know, so it's yeah. like, it's like pure sugar, you know. You right. Know? And and you know, it, it doesn't do you any good, you know. Yeah. Yeah. You're never getting anybody's actual you know, you don't get the truth on there. <laughs> you know, you get everybody's highlights. You don't get the Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean sometimes you do. Sometimes so, you get those good juicy shit show <laughs> posts. I used to be really good at those. <laughs> You could watch. You could watch my life pl- fall apart in real time on Facebook if you scroll back far enough. <laughs> that might be interesting to do one day. Actually, oh, just my. scroll through my Facebook and be like, yeah. back from like when I before I started using to when I started using <laughs> while I was using to when I get clean and I think I know everything, and then when I'm like, oh shit, I don't know anything, and then <laughs> yeah, that was that'd be fun. It's like a like a play by play of my addiction. <laughs> and I'm sure some of them are really bad. I'm, I had to have gone back into deli- most of my, most of the time, especially if I was, if I was drinking like way back in the day, I used to drink a lot before I even started using heroin. I was pretty bad alcoholic for a while. <laughs> Quit drinking when I started using heroin. Funny story that. Yeah. Like I don't even need to drink anymore. This is great. <laughs> so, uh, at least I stopped leave, uh, making all those shitty Facebook posts. <laughs> I, you know, those ones that you'd have to, you'd wake up the next day and be like, Ooh, <laughs> hope too many people didn't see that yeah there you go yeah uh, i don't do that anymore like i said i really just try to limit it i've been uh lectures on youtube dharma talks stuff like that that's good that's, that's more more my forte these days that's really good uh, i still fuck around on twitter a little bit <laughs> that place is a <laughs> unholy place yeah it's a morass yeah, yeah it's it's pretty interesting yeah well, shit, man, you want to you pick a couple tunes? Sure, let's see. Um, <laughs> How about a recovery song? <clears throat> Sounds good to me. This is a guy named Jason Isbell. He's a, one of my favorites. He kind of inspired me to go to rehab. Tried to burn out the song 
days when we raged, we flew off the stage, such damage was done. I made it through that somebody knew I was meant for someone. your boots by the bed we ain't leaving this room someone needs medical help all the magnolias bloom it's cold in this house and I ain't going out to chop wood so cover me up Know you're enough Use me for good You put your faith to the test I tore off your dress Richmond on high But I sobered up I swore off that stuff Forever this time You'll never see Get home. Yeah, but home was a dream, one I'd never seen till you came along. So, girl, hang your dress up to dry. We leave in this room. The Percy Priest breaks open wide and the river runs through. Carries this house on stones like a piece of driftwood. So cover me up, know you're enough. Use me for good. Yeah, cover me up, know you're enough, use me for good. Awesome. That was very good, man. That's Jason Isbell, huh? Jason Isbell, yeah. Man, I love him so much. Oh, yeah, man. He's he's a he's a character, man. He, you, know, you were talking about Twitter earlier. He's, he rules Twitter, man. He's, oh, yeah. He's something else. Yeah, I, saw, I first saw him, uh, first time I saw him live was when he opened for uh, Justin, man. Dustin Towns Earl. Early, everybody. Rest in peace. God, it's so sad, man. Y'all, y'all about the same age, aren't you? I was like just a few months older than him, man. Yeah, I know. Man. Yeah. Something else. Yeah. It's, it's been so. It's been so hard. He year. was. He was clean for a long time, I man. Know. I know he was on a subutex or something, but you know, obviously, he had gotten back into some other stuff. Oh, apparently, it's just, it's just, they, I don't think they ever actually confirmed that that's what it was, but I mean, like, we don't have to guess too well. We don't much have to guess, man. Yeah, it's it's been a tough year, man. I, I, you want to move your mic in a little closer? I buried a. Well, we didn't bury him, but we uh, we uh, spread his ashes out on uh, on Mobile Bay not too long ago. A good buddy of mine died, you know, in sleep. And, yeah. You know, it's, it, I don't know what drug it was. He, you could take your pick with him, but he's such a great guy, you know. And it's it's hard to it's hard to imagine he's gone, you know. And, and that was just the last one in a row, you know. And and uh, we've had so many people die this year. It's it's just. It's just crazy, you know. Yeah. So many, so many people who are, you know, great musicians and really good, good people, and and they're just gone, you know. And it's, it's just, it's, it's, 
I'm not, I'm not even talking about the famous ones. I mean, we lost fucking John Prine, you know. And yeah. It's it's just, you know, just people I know, you know, who've, who've, who just, that was it, you know. It's, it's just so many. It's just crazy. You know? Yeah. My, one of my great, one of the great long-term friends, you know, he just, he he had gotten cleaned up and, and got, got on a, he got on a, uh, on the liver transplant list and, and uh, just got a wild hair and, and, uh, and, you know, he got, got a little money from something and bought a bunch of liquor and went off up into the mountains, North Carolina, where he was and, and, you know, just killed himself basically with, with alcohol because they told him one more drunk and he was dead, you know? Yeah. Yeah. His liver function was almost nothing, you know? Yeah. Man, and so many good musicians go out that way, man. I know, man. Towns Van Zandt. It's just such a, it's just such a, it's, it's a horrible shame, you know? Yeah. Well, addiction's a motherfucker, man. Life. You know, the Buddhists say life is suffering. Life is suffering, yeah. So, you know, unless you figure out a way to traverse that, then you, you're almost doomed to, uh, you know, fall down the path of addiction. It's the only way a lot of people can cope. It, it's, it's, it's true, you know, and, and he, you know, the, the horrible thing with my buddy Lee, the one who went off in the woods, you know, like a like a dog or something and died, mm-hmm. he, he just, he, he had it, you know, he seemed like he was completely sane again, just, just, you know, wanted to live. He's got a bunch of kids scattered out. He's, yeah, he, uh, you know, he wanted to live and wanted to get his shit back together. And just, you know, just all of a sudden, there's one one more bad decision, and that was the last bad decision. Yeah, that's all it takes, man. Yeah, it's really it's really sad. I love I love the guy. He's great. You yeah. know, and, and uh, I miss him. Yeah, I remember you you telling me about him before he passed away, and. He's, you know, he's just a great, he's a great guy. I tried to get him in GBR, but they couldn't, you know, yeah, couldn't, they, couldn't, couldn't, they couldn't take him, you know, and, and yeah. his parents had sent him to, sent him to rehab three or four times, you know. Right. But, uh. Yeah, it gets, it gets I can imagine it's, it, at that point, it's tough, you know, you gotta, you, there's a lot of people who are like, oh, well, you know, it's obviously never gonna, it's never gonna happen. So, yeah. You know, people just give up on you and that, that can be the worst feeling of all is just having that feeling of people giving up on you. Yeah. I mean, I, that's what, that's, man, that's one of the reasons I took my ass to rehab. I was like, you know, I was like, not only was I giving up on myself, but everybody else was giving up on me too. And I was like, wow, this yeah. is fucked up. This sucks. Yeah. Like I got to do something about this. Yeah. Lee was, I guess two years ago, Elizabeth and I went up to Nashville and found him living on the street and brought him back to his family. <clears throat> and, um, you know, he was really scared then. Cause he was, you know, he was yeah. in with a bunch of people who were dangerous and, you saw some guy get beaten almost to death, you know, and, right. and he called me and, and I just went up, we just went up and got him, you know, and, and, uh, and he pretty much got straight for a year, you know, and he was headed, like I said, he was headed for maybe getting a liver transplant and boom. Yeah. yeah. It's hard to understand, you know, that, that it's, it's his thing, you know, it's, he, he made the decision and I know he consciously made it. And, you know, I called him at it too, because I, you know, I know him real well and, right. and, uh, and he said, "Oh, you know, I can't, I can't hear you, man. The uh, signal's bad up here in the mountains." You know, so yeah. that was his way of saying, you know, goodbye. Yeah, yeah. He died. He died a couple of days later. Damn, damn, that sucks, man. I hate to hear that. Yeah, he's he's a good guy. You know, he's a really really super guy. I got a couple of weird questions. Oh man, they're not super weird. They're just questions. I was thinking about them earlier today, and I was thinking about what my answers would be to them. Do you think people are basically good? Hmm. I'd like to think so. I would like to think so. 
I think the baseline people are sort of decent. Yeah, I'd say so. Yeah, I mean, I I, I don't know that. You know, that's that's probably just me trying to you know, trying to feel better about the world. You know, but yeah. but, uh, but I, I do think people are basically decent. I think a lot of things pervert that decency and and uh, and cause you know all the problems we have. You know, right. You know, my dad was a white supremacist. You know, and, and um. Oh, that's interesting. I just outed my uh, my grandfather as a as a Nazi on a, a podcast I was on a couple of days ago. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. My dad was a very charismatic um, racist. You know, and he he hated Jews and he hated blacks and and um, he thought white people were the shit. And <laughs> and he, you know, it's a, it was a very common view in the South for a very yeah. long time. Still, still running real strong. In the United States, in general, he made uh, he made money. You know, he was a kind of he, he read a lot. He was a autodidact and right. educated himself, and he he uh, read a lot and could quote Shakespeare and and uh, and he his last twenty years of his life he didn't do anything but uh, publish hate stuff. Oh wow! And he had lots of followers, and, and uh, he had you know. Yeah, he didn't make a lot of money, but he made enough to survive, and and uh, yeah, that's, that's what he that's what he did. Lived to hate another day. Like uh, my daughter, <laughs> my daughter, who's who's headed to Harvard Law School, she uh, she was on the cover of a uh, Ku Klux Klan magazine. Oh wow! With him holding my my daughter and and uh, my sister's daughter, my my niece, and uh, when they were little. Oh boy! Uh, and they're on the cover of this fucking, you know magazine that's crazy yeah (laughs) (laughs) i you know i i would like to think i would the way i'm going to phrase this is very important the wording is very Mm -hmm. important i would like to think that people are basically good would like yeah but i just don't know yeah i mean looking at history being what it is people have been at war with each other but but so much so much less now you know i mean I know it didn't seem like it, but but uh, I mean it, it is definitely less. But it's definitely less because you know life was you know up until you know uh, not, in, into the nineteenth century, say um, things were pretty fucking brutal. Yeah, you know? I mean I mean gangs ran the cities. Yeah, you know and uh, and there was no you know it, it was crime and it was violence and and um, you know the, the the I think the arc of I guess it's the arc of humanity's hopeful. I hope, you know, it doesn't seem like it right now, right. but, but yeah, I mean, I, I think, I think things are much improved. No, definitely. I mean, definitely. Uh, I mean, certainly this is, this is the safest time to be alive. Yeah, certainly. Sure. Certainly the risk of violent death now is, is right. more than any other time in history here yeah. and, and, and then developed places, you know? Yeah. Fortunately. Or fortunately. <laughs> Very fortunately. <laughs> Yeah, I would, like I said, I would like to think that people are basically you. good. I but, get you. I understand. You know, just, yeah, yeah. You just have to wonder. Yeah, I mean, I, mean I, I, I don't even think that I'm good. I, I think we all have the potential oh, for. I got, e- I got, evil. I got problems, man. You know, yeah. I'm, I'm, yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I, uh, I can, I can be incredibly tribal, and I can be incredibly uh, hard headed, and I can be uh, kind of vicious. And I've seen it. And, and the, uh, you know, I was arguing with a guy the other day on, online, and and I I said, man, I got to stop this because uh, I don't argue with, 
I don't argue with libertarians for the same reason I don't make fun of people with disabilities. <laughs> yeah. I actually felt bad about that one. Yeah, you know, I, I, I was a, I was a pretty staunch libertarian at first, and then they just got real crazy with it, and I was like, okay, I got to step away from this. Well, the thing is, you know, that shit works if you live on an island, you know, but if there's more than two of you, you got to have some kind of fucking laws, you know. Right. It's just the way it is, you know. Right, exactly. Got to have rules, got to have laws. Sorry. That's kind of how I feel about Marxism. Like, it looks good on paper, but, you know, every time it's been put to the test, ultimately. Yeah, yeah. Um, Pure pure Marxism, sure. Yeah, it's it's ended poorly. Sure. I'm not saying that the socialist programs aren't a good thing because they certainly are. Like oh, I said, I, I'm for socialized medicine and, oh, yeah. you know, yeah. we, we went over this, but you were talking about a universal basic income. You know, you know, the last politician who tried that actually tried it. Mm. It was shocking, but Richard Nixon, oh, really? he wanted to scrap all, you know, uh, he wanted to scrap, uh, all the food programs. He wanted to scrap, uh, social security, everything, and just give everybody a check. Just get rid of those functions of government, take that money and just pay everybody I forget what it was a month then. You know, Do what you want. Good luck. Yeah, and it was it was it would you could survive on what he was offering. That that of course you know the uh, the other powers that be said no. But, but yeah, but, um, but damn Richard Nixon, man, he 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 came up with that plan himself. You hmm. know, pretty pretty well. I did not know that. Yeah, Nixon also, you know, Nixon was the guy who came up with the EPA. Yeah. He's also one that came up with the uh, Controlled Substances Act. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, that's true. That is Which, true. But how many people... I mean, I'm not saying Nixon was a great guy. <laughs> I'm just saying he had some decent ideas, Wait, you know? And I'm not saying that, like, controlled, controlled substances are a great thing. Some of them are definitely fucked up and you should <laughs> stay away, probably stay away from them. But I'm saying you should be able to make decisions for yourself and, you know, not be told what to do with your own sure. body and your own consciousness. Sure, sure, sure. So, um, okay. Next weird question. Do you believe in God? No. I, I, I don't, I don't, I don't have, uh, I guess, you know, people, t- people talk about how humans have a God hole, right? That you have to fill with something. Right. I don't have that hole. I don't think because, you know, like I said, I grew up, I grew up in a, my dad was a preacher for part of the time. And, and, uh, and, you know, I was really young and I realized this is just complete bullshit, you know? I, I yeah I mean and by God I don't necessarily mean like the Judeo Christian God yeah. I don't I don't mean like the big guy in the sky and the, oh you mean you mean like some kind of maker some kind of some kind, some some force some yeah. universal mind other, other, some, other than nature I don't think there's any I don't think there's any uh, I don't think there's anything like that you know I could be wrong I don't know. And I don't think anybody else knows. Everybody is as clueless as I am as far as that goes. Right. There are people who delude themselves and think they're not, but but uh, but I just don't know. And it 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 I, I can't see how I can't see how there's a universal mind. Well, I was going to ask you if you believe in reincarnation, but obviously, if you don't believe in any kind of, I don't believe so. I mean, I I I just can't see any evidence of anything like that, you know. And, and uh, you know, I like I like things that are real <laughs> yeah yeah it's always good to have that empirical data i mean i've had imaginary friends but they were always assholes <laughs> i don't know <laughs> but uh yeah. hey maybe that was the big man telling you to look out <laughs> hurricane's coming now by god uh, uh yeah. he's letting you know of his presence he's like i'm, I'm watching you james i'm watching you buddy <laughs>
Well, man, it's been awesome hanging out with you. Oh, man, I can't believe this. It was really, really good, really great conversation. I, I, I thought I was going to fall flat on my face. but no, I told you to figure something out. There you go. <laughs> there you go. You, uh, you, you, I know you were recording some stuff for a little while. Did you ever end up releasing any of that? No, or? the COVID, COVID kind of put... Put the, uh, put the kibosh, kibosh, good word. Uh, yeah, put put that on hold. But it's almost done. You know, I've got I've got a lot of it finished, and I'm, I'm going to go back and finish it. You know, and uh, hopefully, you know, I'm really happy with it. I've got a really great drummer, and and um, and I've got a bunch of people playing with me, and and it's it's turned out really well. It's the first time in my life that I'm really happy with it, and that's probably got to do with my brain. You know, because yeah. I'm I'm not I don't have these. Sky high fucking expectations, of, right? Of yeah, what I, it should be. Yeah, you stop being so critical. Of it yourself. just is what it is. You yeah, know? exactly. And, and I'm not. I'm not doing it to. Uh, I'm not doing it to to do anything. I'm just doing it. You know what I'm saying? I'm just making it because it's art. You know. And, right. Yeah, that's, that's awesome. And that's a totally different mindset for me. I'm not. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm there's never, no. There's no end goal. It's just. Yeah. It's just the the process of doing it. it yeah. Itself. Yeah. That's what I'm doing with this thing. It's just the, the doing it. Oh yeah, there's, man! There's no, it's man. awesome. I'm really really happy with this. This is great. I listened to several of them today, and uh, it's amazing stuff. Man, you're you really uh, you're really doing doing good things. Yeah, man. I'm trying. We're all doing. <laughs> we're all just doing the best we can, right? <laughs> <laughs> uh, man, seriously, thank yeah, you for man. coming over, man. Thank uh, you, Justin. It's been super good seeing you. Yeah, man. Good seeing you, buddy. Thanks again to James Floyd for being on the show. And if you'd like to get in touch with him, I will have some contact information in the liner notes of the episode on DharmaJunkiePodcast.com. Be sure to rate and review the show and let me know what you think. I'm kind of curious. So anyway, we're going to close the show out with an original by James. Thank you for listening. This has been Dharma Junkie and Namaste. This one's called I Miss John. kind of songs that could get a man killed I was 20 years old when his blood got spilled and I but I miss John he sang the kind of songs that could stop a war nobody singing songs like that anymore and I I miss John Went to the vigil in Central Park And I held my little candle up against the dark and the night was so black And the black was so deep I went home and drank myself to sleep Oh, I Well, I miss John You remember that boy in Tiananmen Square? He stopped a whole row of tanks just by standing there. And I, I miss John. Hey, what if we stood maybe 20 million strong? You'd think this stupid shit would 
still drag on Well, I I miss John Let's have a vigil in every park We'll hold our candles up against the dark And the night will fade and the black will cease Imagine taking a chance on peace Well, I Miss John Wrote the kind of songs That could get a man killed I was 20 years old When his blood got spilled And I Oh, I miss John That was awesome, man There you go I like that one